Welcome to Non-Gendered Fitness, where we explore health, fitness, transitioning, and queer life from beyond the binary. Proudly brought to you by Fearless Movement Collective, the home of queer fitness and health. And here's your host, Bowie Stobar. Hi there, welcome to Non-Gendered Fitness. This is episode 46. My name is Bowie Stover. My pronouns are they, them. And I am stoked to have you join me. This show is recorded on the stolen lands of the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation. Sovereignty never was and never will be ceded. And I pay my respects to elders past, present and emerging. Welcome back, friends. Happy New Year. (laughs) I hope the end of last year has treated you kindly. I know I am very glad that 2020 is plopping done. I, I am sure many of you are as well. I am so pumped to be back. I have had a great break. (laughs) It was a big year last year, (laughs) but I am back. I have so many amazing new episodes coming your way. Before I jump in though, I I do want to thank every one of you who tuned in over last year and listened to even one of my episodes. 2020 wasn't easy for any of us. And bringing you this podcast every week really helped me stay grounded. It gave me some purpose, some direction, helped me keep track of my days of the week. (laughs) But knowing every week that I could do something that was helping other people in some way, it was absolute privilege for me to be able to do that. And I'm so grateful for you for listening for supporting me and I'm really looking forward to everything that we have coming up for us this year what I'm bringing you I hope you're going to listen to me a little bit more (laughs) and just a big 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 thank you thank you so much now this episode friend we are going to be looking at how you can discover why it is that you may be feeling like you want to get active, why you want to move your body, why you want to make the changes that you may be wanting to make in your life. We're going to have a look at what those deep down motivations are for our actions and finding why we do what we do and learning how to understand how our reasoning for that influences our thoughts and our choices. Now, I think this one's a really relevant topic to have at this time because this kind of start of the year period is a huge time when gyms and mainstream training spaces and trainers like to get out there and and push those New Year's resolution kind of ideas where you could start getting active and you can have your summer body, you can have your beach body, blah, blah, blah. And so much of that messaging is around making you feel bad to then go and do something uh, that you may not want to do, but you feel you have to because you feel shame with maybe where you're at right now or what you may or may not be doing or what you feel like you should be doing. And all that messaging is fucked. It is not right. It's not okay. And I think understanding why you may be wanting to get active 
and understanding all of those reasons can be a really helpful thing, especially when you're seeing a lot of the stuff coming at you at this time of year. See, knowing our why is the most important part of getting moving in whatever way. And why is that? It's because it becomes the reason why we're going to keep doing the things we're doing long term. So there's no point in starting something if it's not what you actually like doing because there's going to become a point somewhere down the track. It could be six weeks. It could be six months. It could be six years. It doesn't matter. But there will come that point where you're just like, I just don't like doing this anymore. And you're going to stop. And it's because it's not really doing the thing that we want it to do. It's not really helping us out or it's not actually getting you where you want to be. So it's really important to truly know why you are wanting to do the things that you are doing. And it is so challenging not to be influenced by a lot of the the imagery, a lot of the messaging that's out there on social media that may be telling you that, well, you should be doing this or you should be doing that or you should look like this, you should look like that. Fulfill this stereotype because, I don't know, some generic gym down the road says that you should. It's like, no, (laughs) not at all. Cut that shit out, social media. (laughs) This is not okay. (laughs) Now, before we go any further, I just really want to affirm for you that There is nothing wrong with you as you are right now. Nothing. It may not be where you want to be, but that doesn't mean there is something wrong with you, regardless of where your future goals for yourself are. Where you are right now is exactly where you need to be for you, and it's exactly where you are at because of all the things that have happened leading up to this. And that is okay. It is totally okay. Nothing you are doing right now is wrong. Okay. And any activity or change that you are thinking of or in the process of making needs to come from a place of self-love. And it can be really challenging if you're thinking or if you've had these thoughts come through, it may not be a constant thing, but if thoughts you've had around where you're at with how you look, with what you do, are ones based on shame or around you not feeling enough, thinking that you're not good enough, you're doing the wrong thing, you're not right. Getting active with those thoughts in mind or making those changes because of thoughts like that are never, 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 never sustainable. They're not. You need to be approaching any changes you want to make for you with love for yourself and solely for you because that is the only way you're going to first start doing something you want but then maintain it because any sort of movement or activity that you're doing, you really want to think about it like this. It's Something that you can participate in long-term. How do you want to move? How do you like to move? What's the point of doing it if you're only going to do it to reach a short-term goal? Like what then? What happens once you reach that goal? Are you going to stop doing the thing that you're doing and and then you, you lose or you change or you don't sustain those things that you're working towards? So finding the things that you genuinely enjoy doing for reasons that are solely for you is so important. I know when I started training back in the day now, it's been a while, 
<laughs> I wanted to look athletic and muscular. And I know I've shared that with you before. I had these ideas of who I thought I was versus who I actually was versus who I wanted to become and why I wanted to become like that. And I had these reasons. I wanted to look and feel strong. I wanted to be athletic. I wanted I wanted this physique because I thought it would help me become the, like, Quarty Fingers, true me. And these thoughts influenced the way I trained. Like, yeah, I started out training with kettlebells and, you know, lucky for me, they were something that I really enjoyed the experience of. But the way I trained with them, I would really push myself and train really hard because I thought that's what I needed to do to achieve the goals I wanted. I thought if I didn't smash myself every session, then it wasn't a good session. Quoting fingers on the good session there because it's subjective. Now, like years down the track, I realize now the more I've learned to understand training that a good session is subjective and is not based on how much you smash yourself during the session. But at the time, I thought that is what I had to do to reach my goals. And if I didn't do that every session, I didn't think I had trained enough. I didn't think I had had done enough. I didn't think I was good enough. If every time I did my training, I wasn't absolutely annihilating myself. And these thoughts of never being enough started to really take the training, the fun out of training. I wasn't happy. All I was doing was I'd smash myself for an hour and then be like, well, that wasn't very good, Bowie. I was like, well, thanks. Like, wow, way to encourage myself. Why do I want to keep doing this? Why do I want to do this? Uh, I laugh now at the time it felt shit. I was not always nice to me and it never made me happy. And even and after I got more muscular and athletic, and I'd spent all that time working and working and I'd reached that goal I thought I needed to be, again, quoting fingers, me. It didn't actually change the way I thought about myself. It didn't. And like that blew my mind. It was like, okay, you've, you've gotten here. Well, now what? You know, yeah, great. Good work. You ticked that box, Bo. What next? It's like, you're going to keep doing this? And I realized that... I needed to do something differently. Now, I get that looking at me from like a physical perspective, it could be easy to think that, you know, I must feel pretty great about myself. People would look at me and be like, gee, wish I looked like that. I'm sure I'd feel pretty great about myself if I did look like that. But to be truly honest, there are still plenty of times now when I look at myself and I think, that what I've done isn't enough, that I don't look athletic enough, that I'm not lean enough, I'm not strong enough, that I'm just not enough. And it's a slippery slope. It is because what is ever enough? It's subjective and it's not always based on the goals that we have in mind. It can be so influenced by that messaging around us. And it's not nice. It's not nice on yourself to do that sort of thing. And it it can take a lot of self-talk to get yourself kind of out of that cycle. And I know I can get caught up in that. And after all the years I've spent training, I've come to realize that any physical changes I make, any external changes I make, they aren't really going to change who I am 
like the inside Bowie. They'll change the outside Bowie and how everyone sees me. And it can be easy to have validation from others to try and use that to fulfill the things that you're maybe wanting for you inside. But you got to you got to fulfill those things for yourself. You got to validate yourself because if I could I could have everyone validate me, but if I'm still thinking I'm not enough, I'm not good enough, I'm not lean enough, I'm not strong enough, then it doesn't matter how I end up looking and it's going to influence how I train and it's long term as I said going to influence my enjoyment of moving. And it's so important to take those steps to really understand why we have these thoughts, why we have these goals to achieve, like what are we actually wanting? So learning to understand your true goals and why you're doing the thing you're doing is so important. Like I've been training long enough now to have seen my motivations for training change so much, not just once, like multiple times over the years now. But the most important thing is that I've realized as I've had these changes that my new reasons and motivators for training have always been for me. And it was hard lessons to learn. <laughs> and originally, my goals were all about aesthetics. And then it was being super strong. And now as I've gotten older, it's basically training so that I can move in the ways that I want and be able to do the things that I want to do in my life without pain, without discomfort and finding those balances. But all of these reasons have always been for me, not because someone else told me that I needed to look a certain way or be a certain way. And that's really important because I think to be able to sustain training consistently or moving in any way consistently for a long time, you really got to know why you're doing it and can't emphasize enough how much it all has to come down to care for yourself. No one else. You've got to, your reasons have to be for you. So the easiest way to start to try and figure this out if you're looking at starting training or perhaps you're training and you're at a point where you're just like I'm not enjoying this like maybe I want to do something different like start by writing down all the reasons why you want to get more active why you're currently active why you want to move your body write a list all the reasons you don't have to show anyone the list but write down all those reasons for why you're doing the thing that you're doing and for each reason that you have there, like doesn't matter how big your list is, for each reason that you've got written down, ask yourself why. Why do you have that reason? And for each reason or for each answer that you give for that why, ask why again and again. Ask yourself why for every question five times and really dig down for those answers. For example, I'll give you an example here because that may seem a bit confusing. <laughs> I'm going to use myself as an example again because it's easy to do. <laughs> I've, I've, I've done a bit of training and had, had to do a bit of thinking. <laughs> so when I started training, I wanted to get leaner. I wanted to get more toned. Now, if I was to use this list as an example, it would be this. I would write down, I want to get leaner and more toned. 
I would say, well, why do I want to get leaner and more toned? And he's like, like, you know, these questions aren't going to be easy. You're not necessarily going to come up with an answer in like a snap. You're going to have to think about this a bit because sometimes it might feel a bit challenging. But deep down, if you're going to be truly honest with yourself, deep down, you're going to have the answer. Even if it doesn't feel nice to write, write it down because that's going to tell you your reasons. And if your reasons, if you're writing them down and you're feeling like, oh, a bit cringy or a bit like, ah, actually, is that really my reason? Maybe then that's not the thing to be doing it for. So (laughs) it's it's not always going to be that your reasons why are going to give you the answers you want. But be really honest here because this, these are decisions that can potentially influence the rest of your life, right? So I asked myself, why do I want to get leaner and more toned? And I'm like, for myself, it's like, well, I feel it'll help me be more confident. I wanted to feel more confident. It's like, okay, cool. Why is it important for me to feel confident? It's like, oh, geez, that's a hard question, Bowie. Uh, it's like, because when I feel confident, it helps me to feel that I can be more myself and that who I am aligns with how I feel inside. It's okay. And why is that important? Because when I'm able to feel confident, when I'm able to feel like I can express myself as I truly am inside, uh, then... I feel more confident in presenting in a way that helps me express my true self and I feel happier about myself and my life. It's getting deep, though. Keep going. One more. (laughs) Why is it important for me to feel happier about myself and my life? That that may seem like an obvious question, but it doesn't matter. Write it down. I I spent a bit of time when when I went through this why and I actually really thought about it and I was just like, yeah, like this seems like an obvious question. But is it? Because it was actually a hard question to answer. It did None of these answers for these whys that I've got here came quickly. Like I really had to do a lot of thinking about this. And I thought because feeling happier about myself and my, and my life means that I can do the things that I want in my life that help me and help the others around me, whether it's my family, my friends, or just people from my community. If I'm feeling happy about myself and my life, I have the capacity to give truly to others. It's like, okay. So for me, getting leaner, getting more toned, wasn't just about getting leaner and more toned. It wasn't just about that aesthetic There's so much more there that actually is deeply motivating me that has so much more meaning to me than any aesthetic goal ever could. Now, as I said, this process isn't quick and you may not come up with answers like mine. You may find that or realize that the reasons that you're doing things actually aren't for you, but that's okay. Because it means you now have a better understanding of why you're doing something and an opportunity to 
change what you're doing or an opportunity to find healthier ways to approach what you're doing. It's a win either way. (laughs) There's nothing wrong with changing what you're doing and there's nothing wrong with changing your perspective on what you're doing. Change is totally healthy and actually a good thing. It can be easy to get comfortable in a certain way, even if it's not helping us. So the trick here is to be really honest, like really, really honest. (laughs) And answering a why with something like, because I want to, isn't going to be helpful. And... You need to be really open to listening to what comes up for you, no matter how uncomfortable it may feel, because being true and honest with yourself, oh, it feels shit. Oh, it can feel so uncomfortable. Oh, I totally get that. And that's okay, because if we can learn from that and we can understand ourselves a little better, long term, that just works out better for us and it helps us grow as a human. Yes. now if you feel that you just don't have the spoons for this activity or you don't have the spoons for it on your own if you do have someone that you trust to help talk you through this and just have a conversation with it could be a friend it could be a family member it could be a partner could be an allied health professional get the help. That's okay as well. Sometimes it's really great to have a conversation, not even a conversation with someone. Sometimes it's just really great to be able to verbalize to someone and just be heard. And it can help you figure stuff out. So that's okay. If you're feeling like you need that support, you need someone to work with you through this, definitely do that. There is nothing wrong with that at all. As I said, this isn't an easy activity to do. This one can, it can be uncomfortable. It can bring up some feelings that perhaps are really challenging, but that's okay because they're just feelings and feelings pass. (laughs) It's okay to have feelings. So feel good about that. (laughs) But definitely reach out for help, reach out for support if you feel that you need. I can't stress that enough. It is totally okay to do that. And don't think that you've got to do this all in one sitting as well, especially if you've got a pretty big list of stuff or you're finding you're really challenged. Don't think, well, you know, this is my this is my big task for the day. I've got to get this done. It's like, no, 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 take your time. Like this, you may work through this over a week. That's okay. If that's what you feel you need to do, that's okay. Take, take as much time as you need. There's no rules here. <laughs> There's no expectation. This is you exploring you and that can take as long as you would like. That is okay. Feel very good about that, friend. You don't have to have all the answers straight away, particularly to really challenging questions or to questions that cause you to feel uncomfortable. It's all good. Just remember, this activity is about understanding what you truly want. It's not about shaming yourself for where you may be right now. And it's not to list things about yourself that you aren't happy with. So being really mindful that 
this is a practice of self-care. This is a practice of self-love. So treat it like that. Doesn't matter where you're at right now. It doesn't matter if you're happy where you're at right now or not. What is most important is what opportunities you have that you are fully in control of that you can change. It is 100% about learning what you want so that you can start making those changes if that's what you're looking to do or try something different if where you're at right now isn't isn't where you want to be or isn't doing the things you want to do. You have total control over that. Only you. That's pretty freaking cool. <laughs> but be kind to yourself. You're not going to get anywhere or find the answers or feel good about hearing what what may be coming up for you if it's approached negatively and with shame. And I get that shame can come up. Shame might come up or sadness may come up or anger may come up. That's okay. Take that time. Stop. If you're feeling like it's coming up and it's, and it's making it really hard, take a break. But know that it's okay. And those feelings coming up, maybe that's just something that you are being shown that you need to work on a little and that's okay as well. All of this is a lifelong process. You don't have to do everything or have the answers for everything right now. You've got your whole life to do that. So figure it out in your own time. But just be kind to yourself. Really, this is a way that you can list how you can care best for yourself that helps you feel good about you. Fuck the messaging from social media, from gyms, from mainstream trainers, from anyone out there who says that you need to fulfill a certain activity, do a certain thing to tick their boxes. Tick your own boxes, friend. However that may be for you. So, let's have a little recap. (laughs) We have looked at why it is so important to understand what is mo- what is motivating you to get active or move your body. Ignoring the toxic messaging that so many mainstream gyms and training spaces may be pushing that are designed to shame you into getting active. That is actually their goal, friend, to make you feel bad about where you're at for not fulfilling what they are pushing as a stereotype. Don't, don't listen. If that's showing up in your social media feed, unfollow. Unfollow anyone who's pushing stuff like that. They, you have no time for that shit in your life. It's not helpful. <laughs> it's not okay. It's definitely not okay. We've looked at asking yourself why five times for every reason that you have for wanting to move your body, to train, to make a change in your lifestyle. Um. We've looked at how it's okay to find someone to help you out and support you if you just don't feel like you have the capacity to do this yourself or just taking the time to work through this at a pace that works for you. Remember, this is all for you. So work through in a way that helps you feel best about you. Now, I will have all of these details in the show notes for you. You can find the show notes by going to our website, www.fearlessmovement.co. That's where you can also message us. You can see what other rad stuff we have going on. You can try out some of our training. We've got a trial. We've got programs you can subscribe to. There's a bunch of stuff there. Also, 
If you have any topics that you'd like to hear about, like any questions you have about training, about transitioning, about anything movement, body related, give me a shout, friend. I would love to be able to share with you my knowledge on transitioning, on movement, on training. You can hit me up at our website. You can message me on Instagram, which is where I am most active as you have heard me say at the end of every episode of the podcast. <laughs> you can find me at Fearless Movement Collective at the handle fearless underscore movement underscore co. Non-gender fitness at the handle non underscore gendered underscore fitness. Or me, Bowie, as the dot no dot t dot nb. Yes. So until next week, friend, remember, you are exactly where you need to be right now. It may not be where you want to be, but it's where you need to be to start anything that you want to do moving forward. You're in charge of your life and your choices, and you are unstoppable. Have a rad as day, pals. Right,